everyone. You know, my name is Annika. Hi, I'm Trent. <laughs> this is the Dreams of Reality. A this, podcast. Yeah, the podcast. Basically, what we're going to get into is we're going to discuss different aspects of dreams, different parts of, like, um, dream analysis, mm-hmm. our own dreams. We're going to just get into get into what that could all mean. Um, and then, you know... Talk. Discuss. We're going to discuss. discuss. Um, so, yeah, I'm Trent. Uh, I pronouns he, they. Um, and uh, my qualifications for doing this podcast is absolutely fuck nothing. And yet here I am discussing dreams as that I, <laughs> that I Googled, basically. Yeah. Um, my name is Annika. My pronouns are she, her, hers. And... Um, my qualifications are also nothing other than the fact that I have dreams. <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty rare, actually. Um, Many don't. Oh my god, it's like literally biting yeah. my throat. Buttolin yeah. Jr. The the actual other um the other cast members here are Miss Tilly, who you might know from Instagram. Yeah. Tilly Tulip Pumpkin. Shameless um, plug. One of the one of the most famous Instagram accounts. Um, in, in the world, yeah. yeah. And in Seattle as well, as the world. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they're... And, um, Butlin, Butlin Jr., mm-hmm. um, who also has an <laughs> Who also <laughs> is very Instagram <laughs> famous uh, and known for it. Um, both of them playing in the background yeah. may also be, you know... It's, it's to create some ambiance as well. Like, you don't feel like you're in a dream unless there's, like... Some, some elements of nature and these very natural animals and their very natural habitat. Yeah, um, and that's what it is. We just want to create an organic environment for our listeners. Exactly. What's important is that the dreams themselves come from a raw, real place. And yeah. so that's that's exactly what we're planning on cultivating. So if you hear um, Tilly making noises in the background, which you will, which yeah. you will, um, Think of it you'll as have part to know. Of the experience. Yeah, it's it's sort of we're creating a vibe. Many yeah. don't understand things like that. So. <laughs> it's an artist <laughs> thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for this episode, our first episode, it only makes sense that we would talk about our first dreams that we remember and like what that could mean. But before we even get into that, um, I already have a surprise. Ooh. I already have a surprise. Ooh. So, um, many recall, basically. This is like a Christmas gift to Annika. <laughs> now, this is January 26th, so this is about a month late. This is oh about God. a month late, but the thing about it is I figure it perfect for the podcast. I can figure out which pouch it's in, too. So basically, um, basically for the Dreams of Reality podcast, one of the more important elements of this podcast is us remembering our dreams. So I have dream tea... For Annika, and it's supposed to help her remember her dreams. It boosts dream memory and recollection, which is perfect because she just got a dream journal. And now for this podcast... Mugwort's perfect for this. Literally? Okay, awesome. Um, Now for the podcast, we can have you test it out in between episodes one and two, and then when we come back for the next episode, we can see if this has had any effect on remembering your dreams or if this is like means anything. Um, oh my god, it smells so good. It's 
and nice and peppermint. It's like minty. Ooh. Ooh. I love minties. We'll have a cup later. Yeah. Isn't that be something? A nice little break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Lubricate the throat, one may exactly. say. Um, so Ooh, yeah, thank you. that means you just have to tune into the next episode because how are you yeah. gonna know if the dream tea works? Um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. Anyways, next order of business, we're definitely we're just we're just gonna get into maybe the first dreams you remember. Now I want to say too that I feel like earliest childhood dreams are almost guaranteed to be the dreams that like traumatized you. Oh yeah. And especially as a kid, you just really. What re- what is reality and what isn't reality matters a lot less. Yeah. So um, being able to like recall the dreams, whether or not you knew that they were dreams at the time or not, really doesn't matter because everything about it was real. Um, so Annika, do you want to start with yeah. your earliest childhood dream? So my earliest childhood dream, I think I was around like four or five. And I just remember I was, like, in this little car with my mom and my brother. I was in the back seat with my brother, and my mom was driving, and we were driving through my hometown. And there are these, like, aliens chasing us in the background, and they're, like, these massive humanoid creatures, like, coming down from the earth, and there's just one, like, chasing our car for, like, I don't know, it felt like ages. Um, And it's like getting to the peak of the dream and it like punches through the back window of the car and grabs my throat and like slams me up against the back of the car and is like trying to rip me out of the car did you feel it no it was oddly enough that's one that i i don't think i did feel but also like i was five so i don't think i can see you're like five but um absolutely fucking terrifying woke up screaming um and to make matters worse, uh, it had been a big storm that night, so the lights were out, mm-hmm. and there was no power in the house. So I woke up to a pitch black room, thought I was dying, <laughs> um, until my mom came running in and was like, you're fine, it was just a nightmare, the power's gone out, go oh, so sleep. you woke up, like, screaming? No, yeah, I was literally terrified. I thought I was dying. Oh my dying. god. I thought I was dying. Because <laughs> this, like, massive alien was trying to kill me. Yeah, <laughs> Um. And I woke up, like, right after it punched and it was, like, trying to pull me through the back of this car. Um, Jesus. And so, obviously, I went and slept in my brother's room and didn't leave for, like, a week. Right. Because um, I was terrified. Mm-hmm. But it made matters ten times worse because the power was out and I was terrified and still am terrified of the dark. Did you, um, did you see what the aliens looked like? I feel like, in my mind, I think they were, like, these huge giants... Mm-hmm. They kind of look like, like Jack and the Beanstalk giants. Okay. If that makes sense, like they were big and green. Yeah. Because that's Pretty as alien. a five year old, that's what I thought aliens looked like. Yeah. Now we know that. They now look we know very they different. look like who knows what. <laughs> yeah. Now we know. Like, yeah. They can take on many forms. Um, I could be an alien. <laughs> I might be. Spoopy. <laughs> um. But yeah. So that was, that was my first dream. I feel it's like. Terrifying. I feel like as a kid, right, like, I don't know, the fears being manifested into things that are, like, very tangible, like an alien, versus, like, I don't know, nowadays, terror can be a lot more subtle in your dream. (laughs) Like, it can be, like, a big fear of, like, 
not finding your way back home instead of a, a literal mm-hmm. being or like an entity. Yeah. Um, and I think it's it's really so like were you scared of the dark before that dream? Or? Oh yeah. I have such a hyperactive imagination and especially mm-hmm. when I was a kid. I used to imagine that there was <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um if I didn't have the light on my bed or even if I did sometimes, I used to think that there was, like, this big man that would sit next to me on the bed, and if I moved, he would kill me. Um, so that was terrifying. Yeah, that's that sounds, um, that sounds pretty bad. It was not fun. Um, yeah, so as a kid, were you just, like, would you have to, like, jump over the edge of the yeah. bed and jump onto yeah. it? Because you couldn't let the monster out of the yeah. bed go my, feet. my feet could not touch the ground. My hands could not hang over the edge of my bed. Mm-hmm. Um, any Anything remotely scary, all the lights would have to go on upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents, of course, did not help this fear of mine. Um, I, like, went upstairs one time when I was little. My grandpa was over. Him and my dad were downstairs with my mom, mm-hmm. and I was getting ready for bed. And I got ready in my parents' bathroom, and um, I just remember going in there and all the lights were off, and I was like, mm, "Sketch, no, thank you." So I went downstairs and was like, "Mom, can you please come upstairs with me or like help me turn on all the lights or something?" Mm-hmm. And my dad, in all his asshole glory, was like. You'll be fine. The boogeyman just lives in the closet. Just don't look in there, and then he won't eat you. You know, something uh-huh. along those lines. Obviously, okay. I started, like, bawling. <laughs> <laughs> I was absolutely terrified. Um, so, <laughs> so I wouldn't go upstairs by myself for, like, at least a month. Oh, my God. I was terrified because I thought something was going to come out of their closet and eat me. Yeah, um, that makes sense. And I just remember my mom, I'm, like, sitting there crying my mom's like holding me I'm like damn what is wrong with you <laughs> um so i'm like absolutely terrified of the dark even watching like star wars when i was little that scared, freaked you out? scared me i i see that makes sense uh, honestly some of the more random things scared me as a kid like i was scared of like toy story and like shrek Toy Story is scary. The, the first movie? misfit toys or whatever, like yeah. the broken ones and that kid's thing, that freaked me the fuck out. Yeah, they're freaky. They still yeah. freak me out. I think that's really wicked. And Shrek scared me. Um, I don't remember the specificity of why Shrek scared me, but I just know that like, when I talked about it with my dad as an adult, he was like, you loved Shrek. And I was like, I was scared of Shrek. So the fact that you think that I loved Shrek is like really funny because I don't remember it that way. <laughs> and it just is very on par for him to just not understand yeah. at all. Um, so what was your first dream? My first dream? Uh, okay, so I, I... I'm trying to remember really far back. The thing about it is like, yeah, when you're a kid, the, the dreams and reality... Mm. kind of our the line is blurry um and i when i was a kid i was also like followed around by this ghost Ooh. in real life um it was like this man i think he's followed me my whole life but i haven't like heard anything from him lately but um <laughs> there's like literal home videos of me as a kid being like mom like what like there's the man the man's on the stairs and the mom being like you? and and i mean i don't know where he is now <laughs> it's been a minute since he's done something but i've also moved around and he can't keep up um, but, yeah, so, uh, 
as a kid, I had, like, a lot of paranormal experiences. Um, and But one of the main things I remember is when I was a kid, I like a baby in my crib. Um, my earliest, earliest memory is being in my crib and in my room, my parents hung up these, like, little model airplanes from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And at night, I would watch, like, one move and then, like, one over here would move and, like, swing back and forth. Um, That's and, so weird. And I just remember, like, watching it. And then when I got old enough to, like, to, like, I don't know, understand that that was, like, not normal, I, would, I still look back at that and wonder if that was, like, me dreaming that the airplanes were, like, mm-hmm. moving or if they actually were and I would just wake up at night and see it. But I still, like, I still vividly remember it. Um, so I think it's an early memory, but I don't I don't know if it was a dream or not yeah. or if it was the ghost that follows me around. Um, but the earliest thing that I can concretely say is a dream... Um, is another trauma one. And I feel like the traumatic dreams, like, the reason why I remember it so clearly is because, like, I was, like, a very scared kid. So, like, my mom was, like, a single mom who would, like, from San Jose, like, very, like, paranoid about the world. So, like, my sister and I were raised to, like, stranger danger to the max. Like, we got phones when we were, like, six years old because... She was like, if a stranger talks to you, call 911 and run and scream. So, like, and before bed every night, we would have to, like, recite these, um, these rules. Um, and this is, like, real life. Um, like, we would have to recite rules before bed. And the rules were, like, don't talk to strangers, don't trust anybody, all you have is each other. Like, these very kind of extreme... Like, <laughs> doomsday <laughs> rules. Oh, my God. Very, like, extreme ways to have your kids, like, think about every day and, and keep in a perspective. So that that's what that's why I was such a terrified kid, because I was, like, um, I was you raised to, to think that, like, yeah, every person that talked to me was going to, like, hurt me or try to kidnap me. So as a result, this is a lot of this is a lot of me not getting the fucking point. But um, as a result, the first dream that I remember that I can definitively say it was a dream was me getting kidnapped. Of mm. course, um, it wasn't by like a, a anything but a like a just an adult person. Um, it was this lady. I, I remember her face, uh, which I don't know like who the face. I don't know who it is now, but yeah. I imagine it was, like, just probably a random face that I had seen. Um, that's probably, like, where it came from. But, um, I, yeah, I, as a kid in my dream, I was just, like, walking down the street. It was, like, fall, so, like, all the trees were, like, yellow, like, leaves on the ground for the most part, except for some. And I think I was thinking that I was walking home from school, which is also pretty funny, considering I literally never walked home school like I just I always like my our babysitter would pick us up or something like you know I never walked home but in my dream I was walking home and I was alone and I just literally got snatched the fuck up um which like as a kid like I nowadays I'm like what the fuck but as a kid like you always get snatched the fuck up like your parents grab you and shit like you're just you're too you're so little that you're just very yeah so in my dream I literally got snatched the fuck up and I remember, like, being tied up. And I don't remember where I was or anything. I just remember that I was like, oh, fuck, I'm tied up. And I'm, like, a kid. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> holy shit. Um, but I was I was tripped out. And eventually I, I remember that I, I got loose. And I, I was able to get away. And, like, the lady had, that had at that point left me unattended. And um, 
I I was like desperately trying to find my way home, which like most of my dreams, especially the ones I remember, involve some level of me getting lost mm-hmm. and not being able to find my way because I have the worst sense of direction ever. And I I got free. And so I, I spent a little while trying to get home and eventually I found my way home and I got into the house. Um, so yeah, this had to have been when I was like six or seven. I honestly don't remember how old I was yeah. when I had the dream, but it was old enough to where I had my own house key. So probably six or seven. Um, and I remember that I got home and I, I went upstairs and was like, holy fuck, I was just kidnapped for who knows mm-hmm. how long. What the fuck? And I, I go to my room and then I start to come back down the stairs because I hear my mom and I, like, turn the corner of the stairs so that I can see the living room. And in the living room, uh, my mom is sitting on the couch talking to the lady who kidnapped me. And I just remember <laughs> being so fucking freaked out um, in my dream. Like, oh, my fucking God, that's the lady that kidnapped me. Like, I need to tell my mom right now. Like, this is so scary. Which is funny because they were just, like, sitting there, like, casually having a conversation. Like, they were friends. Which yeah. leads me to believe that, like the person, the face of the person was probably someone that my mom was actually friends with in real life, but, like, someone I had only seen maybe once or twice, and that's why yeah. my brain just assigned a, a role to her in my dream. But, um, yeah, the, the the scariest part was probably, like, seeing her on the couch with my mom, like, very peacefully chatting about something. I was yeah. Like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> absolutely fucking not loves. Um, Jeez. So that tripped me out, but... Um, that's probably the earliest dream that I can remember, which is, like, obviously just informed by, like, being traumatized. Yeah. Um, I was also pretty scared of the dark, and I had weird, like, like, for the longest time, instead of sleeping in my bed, I would sleep on my mom's floor, mm-hmm. um, which literally, like, nowadays, I love to sleep on the floor. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's always been with me. I don't know if that's just a trait of mine or if it came from that like I don't know if that's what started it or what but I love sleeping on the floor but um yeah as a kid I was I would be so scared that I wouldn't want to sleep in my own room I would mm-hmm. only sleep on my mom's floor um I used to make my brother do that sleep obviously on the- I wasn't gonna go sleep on the floor <laughs> so I would make him sleep on the floor in my room no way yeah did he not like it how like no, he I, to my knowledge, he was fine with it. It usually would happen when, like, we were being babysat. Mm-hmm. And our parents weren't there. And obviously I was scared because my parents weren't home. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go to bed by myself. Yeah. But, like, I hate not having someone else in, in the room with me. Yeah. I just feel so uncomfortable. It's just not right. And, like, I don't know if that's a twin thing, you know? And then Probably. growing up, Carson and I, when we were little, we always shared a room together. Yeah. Until we got old enough to, like, we have too much stuff. We need to have our yeah. own rooms. But even then, I'd make him come and sleep with me. Oh, yeah. Like, on the floor. Because I just didn't, I didn't like it. Carson loves being by himself. He loves sleeping by himself. And you would just, and I was like, no. did not get that. No. <laughs> well, like, I think it might be a twin thing. But, like, I don't know. Sky and I are like twins. In the way that, like, Sky and I were the same way. We didn't have our own rooms until we were, like, eight and nine. Yeah. Like, up until that point, we shared a room. We had a bunk bed. And my sister... Because my parents were divorced, so they were both, like, single parents. For the most part, aside from, like, little things here and there. Like, they, yeah. weren't, they weren't, like, serious. Whatever. But my parents were, like, single parents. So they had these, like, small places. Like, my mom got this house that was, like... I guess it was technically three bedrooms, but someone else was living in that other bedroom. So 
it was basically like Sky and I had to share our room, um, and my mom's room was like next to it. So we always had to share. And then my dad for a little while, my clearer memories, he was living in the master bedroom of this house, and then he lived above someone's garage, mm -hmm. um, in like this weird type of room. But either way, Sky and I would have to share a bed or share a room or just you know share it all. Yeah. All the time. So we definitely got used to like doing it like that. And yeah, it was only once we got our own individual rooms that I mostly tried to sleep in my mom's floor. So I guess that kind of makes sense. Like wanting, yeah. not wanting to sleep alone in the room. Yeah, it definitely was a thing. And especially because like, yeah, Sky and I were really, really close. So like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> having our own rooms was like weird. <laughs> And then, of course, like, I don't know, once I was a teenager, I was like, I don't want anyone near me. Like, get away. <laughs> I want my own room and my own space. Um, but, yeah, and then also, I feel like in my mom's house, at least, um, the one that she had for a little bit before, like, things got, like, weird. Um, is I think it's a little bit. Is it? You're fine. So annoying. Okay, um, yeah. Um there was a room in the house that was, like, it got really, really dark at night. Mm -hmm. So, like, if we were having, like, a tantrum, like, we would get sent to the dark room. Um, no! To, like, as, like, a punishment. Oh, my God. But so I got freaked out of the dark because when I would fr be freaking out as a kid, I would get, like, punished by getting sent to the dark room. And I would be like, what the fuck like the room was scary because it was so yeah. dark that like your brain just makes up images and especially as an imaginative little kid so yeah I ended up it I was like I can't sleep without the hallway light on mm -hmm. like I can't sleep without the tv on like yeah something to like illuminate things because sleeping in the dark is like no thank you absolutely fucking not yeah <laughs> I always had to have a night light I got one, I remember my parents got me one from, like, Walmart that was, like, a little gold thing. Mm. And it would change colors. Swag. So <laughs> yeah. And little did you know, the bisexual mood lighting. Yeah, uh, right? <laughs> um, that, would that was would carry up. on into adulthood. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then a lot of my other early dreams is, like, me getting, like, completely fucking lost. Because, so, like, we had... Once my parents, so, like, my parents got divorced when I was, like, a kid, like, three, and they got back together when I was, like, nine or ten, and, like, moved in together, and they got married again when I was, like, twelve, mm -hmm. and now they're split up again, but once they were all back together, um, the house that we lived in, actually, for a while, um, the houses that we were, like, living in were all in proximity to each other in like one kind of neighborhood and then as well like mine and my sister's babysitter was like in that exact same neighborhood oh, that's and oftentimes we would have to walk from one house to the other initially we were down the street and then um we moved to like a couple of blocks away yeah so either way like it was all really proximal and then even our best friends like lived next door and then they moved down the street so like everything was very localized to one neighborhood yeah so for us as like kids like there was so many times when like it would be like like partying or something and we would have to walk home at the end of the night um mm -hmm. like and they would hang out and, and whatever so we like um we walked through the neighborhoods a lot and there was like a park in the middle of the walk so like we would, nice. all the time our babysitter would take us to the park or like 
even mom would take us to the park. Um, so a lot of my dreams involve walking around these neighborhoods at night, but none of the streets yeah. line up with how the streets actually are because of my sense of direction. So I would yeah. be walking down and I'd be like, okay, well, I'm like on Blackthorn right now. I need to turn into Cassandra. But then Cassandra, would it be like, it would be like, it would be like Brownstone. And they'd be like, why the fuck am I on Brownstone? Like, you know, yeah. um, names of streets. But um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of my dreams names. would be like nighttime. I'd be by myself. I would know the street that I'm on, but then none of the streets that were supposed to be there were actually there. Yeah. Um, and it would be a different road, and then I would get even more lost, and I'd be panicking trying yeah. to find my way home. That's really interesting that your dreams are really, like, ba- they're, like, based in reality. The yeah. things that could actually happen. All of mine are, like, fucking random. Really? Just totally random. All of, like, I mean, obviously, most of the dreams, if not all of the dreams, I remember, mm-hmm. and I think most people would remember, are nightmares or, or mm-hmm. dreams that, you know really freak you out mm-hmm. um but like yeah the the one i talked about alien where'd yeah. i get that come from where'd <laughs> yeah. that come from like a very fantastical <laughs> world yeah. with um, aliens coming after you or like, the premise itself was like pretty normal though like yeah driving around my town yeah yeah um and then like the other nightmare that i remember having when i was a kid was like of my cat that had been, like, duplicated and then turned into, like, this demon thing. <laughs> and I think it came from watching... my Carson and I watched this, um, like, Garfield movie. Okay. The cartoon Garfield movie. Okay. And in the movie, he drinks a lot of coffee and gets really hyper, so his neck, like, shoots up and his eyes get huge and his mm-hmm. head gets weird-shaped. And that's... It wow, freaked you out. That scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Uh... So I remember, like, in this dream, I walk out of my room, and I had a friend over, and then they just, like, left. Uh, they weren't, I guess, important to the storyline. Um, that was my, just, you know, set up. It was exposition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I was home alone, and I don't think I was old enough to be home alone at that point, but my parents were out with Carson in my dream, and... Um, my cat's just, like, sitting on these stairs, and she just starts talking to me mm-hmm. in, like, this really creepy voice and is, like, fully trying to kill me. Is it, like, English? or is Yeah, it like... no, we have, like, a full-on conversation. Was the voice, like, deep or was Yeah, it, it was like... a man's voice. Oh. Um, and I, like, go to, I don't know, like, try, I guess try and kill it. Because um, it's not my cat. Demonic. <laughs> it's demonic. demonic. Yeah. Um, and I just remember, like, clapping my hands around its neck and its neck like shoots up and its head spins around and its eyes go really big and it's like you're never gonna fucking get rid of me <laughs> um and i was like holy shit so terrified <laughs> um and then like at that point in my dream my parents get home and then it like my dad in my mind is like the protector um so He's, like, coming upstairs, and my mom and Carson are, like, fucking around downstairs doing who knows what. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad, I'm like, help me, please. And it takes over my dad. And uh, so then my dad's trying to kill me, too. What happens to the cat? Does it, it like... It just disappears. It, dis- it straight it up, like, disappears. Yeah. Um, and that was another power outage dream. Okay. Yeah. So I, again, woke up screaming, and the power had gone out. Oh, that's wicked. So, pitch black. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, 
No way. I wonder yeah. if that actually informed. Like, I wonder if you like felt it. As well. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but and I would have these dreams, and they were never deep into the night. You know, mm-hmm. like my parents would still be up. It was still like ten o'clock, eleven o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's how I would start off my night of dreaming would be like with this horrible nightmare. Mm-hmm. You like don't want to go back to sleep. Now. Yeah. But, like, all my other nightmares are, like, bad dreams or ones where, you know, like, my dad's hunting me. Mm-hmm. I've had a couple of those. Um, which makes no sense. How old are you when you had those dreams? Like, of your dad hunting you? Like, a teenager. Mm. Um, which I probably says a lot more about my relationship with my father than I'm, like, willing to dive into. Right, On yeah. episode one of a podcast. Uh, <laughs> maybe episode two, though. <laughs> guys want to hear some yeah we'll monetize Um, the trauma yeah but and then um what was the other one i had another one like written down oh my god the old lady the old lady eating my feet what that one is that is that um uh, is that what's informing the feet pick selling now like no my feet just look nice now because i did one of those like foot peel masks Mm -hmm. And they're nice and smooth. <laughs> they don't look gross. Um, but like, oh my god, yeah, this old lady eating my feet. And that's the one where I can feel the pain. Mm. And those are the mm. only dreams where I've ever been able to feel the pain. And that's a recurring one? I've had it twice. Very so I guess, yeah, recurring. Yeah. Um, and it's like always in the same room. And the second time it happened, I was like, okay, I know what's going to happen. Mm. And I still didn't stop it. Hmm. it's just like creepy like alone in this dark room like paralyzed in this bed and this old lady is just like hunched over my feet ripping out my toenails what is she wearing how tall is she she looks like in my mind she's an old lady like old white hair looks like a typical like Really? Like mother, is she wearing like all black and like (laughs) yeah yeah she's cloaked all this like creepy shit. She looks like a witch. That, I like, was gonna say it sounds witchy. Witch. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the first time she just like ripped out my toenails and I could feel it. I could feel every single one. Wait, did she rip it out with one. her hands? Yeah. She just went and like ripped it out uh, and then she ate my toes. Mm. And that's when fresh I woke up. Yeah, fresh off the foot. <laughs> um, hot off the press. Just like chomped down and went one by one. Did she have and wicked sharp up teeth? Halfway through, no, she has like normal, normal teeth. Normal ass teeth. But like, you can bite toes? through your finger, like biting through a carrot. I would assume it would be the same for your feet. Well, don't, don't do it. Well, <laughs> your body won't let you. Your brain won't let you. I'm not sure at all. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't bite through your finger. <laughs> but that's about as much force as it takes. So I've heard. A carrot? Yeah. No. So I've heard. We'll do more research on it. We can fact check. I'm gonna keep biting my fingers. Um, but I would assume that's roughly the same for your toes. So she just, like, like chomped through like a carrot. And I, I woke up, like, halfway through one foot. And I just, I, was like, didn't wake up screaming or anything. I was just kind of in shock, like, what the fuck just happened? Did you? Because I could feel it, and I could still, like, my feet were, like, tingling Did you when I woke realize up. that it was a dream when no. you were in it? No. So you didn't really, did you, when you woke up, did you realize it was a dream or did mm-hmm. it take you a second to kind of? I was a little bit in shock, 
But I knew, like, yeah, that was a dream. But it was so weird. And I'm pretty sure I probably went and, like, checked my feet to make sure they were there. And, like, I don't know. I mean, sometimes you can you hear things in your dreams that are, like, happening mm-hmm. next to you. Like, your alarm going time. off. Yeah. So it's like, well, maybe something, like, maybe my cat bit my foot when I was sleeping. Because that's happened before. And you were, like, but there was there was nothing, and same with the second time that happened, which is pretty much the same thing. And it's wacky. That is wacky. So wacky, and I don't know where that comes from. So. But that's why I want to do this podcast because I want to like delve more look. into the analysis aspect. Yeah. And like I don't know anybody else who feels like physical pain in their dreams. Oh yeah, I think like. I definitely have before, although few and far between. I would say that the most extreme forms would definitely be the the falling dreams, like where you wake mm. up and you still feel like you're falling. And yeah. I get those every once in a while still, yeah. which like I thought was a kid thing, but like there is times when I like wake up and I still feel like I'm falling and I have like that panic. Mm-hmm. It's usually when I fall asleep on my fucking stomach instead of on my back, like a weirdo. Yeah. Um, I sleep on my stomach. Really? <laughs> yeah. So the, if I sleep on my stomach, I guarantee I'm going to fucking feel like I'm falling. Yeah. Yep. Um, when, and then wake up and, like, be scrambling, like, for a, a split second. Yeah. So the funny thing about um, my dreams is that there have been several dreams when I, I realize, oh, shit, this is a dream. Mm-hmm. But every single time, the second I realize it, I wake up. Like, I never, Ooh. I always, the second I realize it's a dream, boom, I'm awake. Yeah. And it, it sucks because I'm always like, I always like, I don't I know that much about lucid so dreaming. Bad. Yeah. I wanted, yeah. I wanted to like, like get into it or like, or like just be able to. And I'm like, oh, it starts with like keeping a log of your dreams, but then it turns into like, um, then you, then you start to like realize that you're in a dream and you're in it. So you like, so you just look for certain tells, like always look at the clock or something to mm-hmm. like whatever. And, um, Basically, I I wanted to lose a dream, but every single time I recognize that it's a dream, I always wake up instantly, mm. and I can't. Yeah. Um, and I, even, like, certain, my dreams always have different elements of my reality in it that they just get meshed together in a really weird way. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is actually pretty common. Like, um, like I'm in my house, and then I, I walk through the door to my room, but then all of a sudden, when I enter, it's not my room, it's the hallway at school. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, and then I go down, and then everything is underwater, and then I'm trying to swim. Like, um, you know, stuff like that. Um, we're, like, very clearly not real, and, like, these very fantastical situations, but a lot of times in my dreams, I'm like, well, I guess this is what it is now. I guess yeah. this is what we're going to fucking know. <laughs> Like, this is just the situation at hand. Yeah. Um, I also feel like a lot of my early dreams, like, there's a lot of motive where it's like, okay, my goal is to get home, or my goal is to do this, my goal is to do that. And I always, for some reason, just have an innate understanding of what I'm doing in my dream. Mm-hmm. And then everything just presents a bunch of obstacles anyway. Yeah. That's probably Ooh. something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. um, yes, that'll be our next episode, is, like, dream analysis. Well, yeah, I mean, all of you. Yeah. But, like, um, the other the other earliest dream that I have a memory of, and actually, I don't even know if this was a dream or a memory, um, and it's very pure, but, like, that house that had the dark room in it, um, that had a backyard, and, like, we liked living in it. Um, but there was one day when, like, 
it was just like a summer day and so me and my sister went in school and we just like there was like a patio area with like a kind of wooden awning but like it had like gaps for the sunlight so it wasn't like fully covered or anything Mm -hmm. there was like leaves um and we had like just this little kitty swimming pool it was just like a summer day and it was very yellow and like me and my sister were just like playing in the pool and like I don't know if that was a dream or if that really happened but that's one of the earliest memories I have because I barely remember that house aside from like the dark room yeah (laughs) (laughs) and my sister giving herself a haircut but like I barely remember that house outside of that um and that was definitely one of the like um that was definitely something where I was like I don't know if that was a dream or a reality but I totally vividly remember it yeah and it wasn't traumatic um but pretty much every other dream I was like, Trauma. what the fuck? I'm lost. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm kidnapped. This is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but I, I don't really remember, like, I don't And then uh, I, I do remember one when I was a kid of, like, me and this girl that I, I had a crush on. And we were just, like, I was just, it was just, like, a cute little, like, kid dream. Like, you kiss your little girlfriend. And, like, you're in school and you go to the schoolyard. Yeah. Which, like, I feel like that one just really means nothing. <laughs> it's funny, too. Like, kids' dreams can be, like, in such extremes. Like, like sometimes you have a nothing dream, and then sometimes it's, like, really extreme. Did you ever try to, like... Did you ever fall asleep with an intention to dream about something? Mm-hmm. Like, before you go to bed? It. Like, before you go to bed, you're like, yeah. I want to dream about this. And you don't know if you ever uh-huh. do it. Would, was that, like... What would you, like, try to dream about? I can't tell you. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't I don't remember. I'm sure it was, like, something cool. Yeah. Like, talking to animals or something. <laughs> that uh, sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? Yeah. Um, I'd love to know what I was thinking. It'd probably be all swearwords. <laughs> right. Certain, <laughs> some animals. Yeah. Um, um, my mom would always... Yeah, I never remember. See... My sister and I, like, before we go to bed, too, my mom would sometimes be like, okay, like, we're going to go to bed. Like, where where are you guys going to be? What are you guys going to dream about? And we'd be like, and, like, we were kids, so we'd be like, cotton candy world, or, like, you know, we're going to just dream that we're, like, flying through the clouds. Yeah. And my mom would be like, okay, well, I'm going to see you there then, okay? And, like, before bed, she would, like, yeah, she would tell us that she was going to see us in our dreams, mm-hmm. so to, like, look for her. So that we like find her in our dreams, which is this is really cute. Um, That's cute. That sounds um, a lot more like astral projection <laughs> than dreaming. You can actually meet someone like yeah. consciously, and of course, like I, you would go to I we would go to bed like thinking about it. Like I would go to bed thinking about like Candy World and like the Chocolate River that we were gonna yeah. like like boat through and like all that stuff. Um, like of course we would go to bed thinking. about um, I don't know if I ever dreamt about it, but as a kid, like, your imagination, more or less, is, like, yeah. a dream. Um, and then, yeah, I would look for my mom and be like, where's my mom? Or where's my sister? We're gonna all meet each other in Cotton yeah. Candy World. Like, <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> um, so, yeah, all the time, I feel like we would go to bed with the intention to dream and, like, see and find each other. But, like, I don't think we ever, <laughs> we ever actually, like dreamt it or like yeah. anything like that i think we just did. you should um talk to this guy and ask her if she i if doubt she, she even remembers it yeah. i i probably should i probably will ask and she'll be like hey do you remember when we used to do that she probably remembers us planning to do it but 
Sky is just so matter of factly. Like she's yeah. so like, she's just very. Like she'll be like, oh yeah, I remember I used to do that. It was cute. No, I never got to go. Yeah. <laughs> like she would be like, absolutely not. <laughs> and I'd be like, really? I would like visually like whatever. <laughs> That's my prediction. But I I will ask her. I'll be like, yeah. Hey, did you ever see us? Did you ever actually dream about that stuff or no? Yeah. Be interesting to see how much her dreams lined up with mine too, especially like sleeping in the same room, having the same yeah. like set of circumstances. Because it's always interesting to me how we like we have such different outlooks. Like her and I went through the exact same life. Like everything we did was exactly together. Like even if we had different experiences within the life, like all the circumstances and the set was the same. Yeah. But we turned out so different and we remember some things so differently. Mm-hmm. Is that how it is with you and Carson? Mm-hmm. Like completely different oh, experiences yeah. of the exact same events. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. And I mean that is even if Carson remembers. Um <laughs> Are you more of a remember I have the best memory <laughs> when it comes to like doing I don't know, he can remember like music. Mm -hmm. just like that Mm -hmm. easy um or like math or computer stuff Mm -hmm. so easy but when it comes to like things that are happening in the moment yeah no like in one ear out the other Mm -hmm. and i hold i hold on to things yeah (laughs) very strong so he doesn't remember so he doesn't remember and i usually do and then you know we bring it up and he's like that never happened that never happened yes it does i can tell you the color of the shirt you were wearing (laughs) I swear to you what happened. I'm literally, I have the exact same thing. Where, like, Sky doesn't remember a lot. I'd, I'm, and maybe I'm underselling it, so she probably remembers a lot more than I'm giving her credit for. But I will be like, no, I remember it because it was a Tuesday, and I remember mm-hmm. that the, it had rained the night before, and blah, blah, blah. Like, I remember very specific details yeah. about stuff where it's like, I, rec- I can recall the day of the week. I can even recall, like, I'm like, I remember it was in November of this year. Yeah. And, like, stuff like that where, like, details like that, um, that were always really clear to me. Yeah. That's interesting. You know, I actually, so, I wanted, I wish I was one of those people that had, like, the very, like, I think it's called eidetic memory, where, like, Mm -hmm. you remember everything. Actually, I I don't think that's what it's called. Photographic (laughs) memory. Like, there's basically, yeah, like, a photographic memory, but there's people who, like, will remember, like, if you give them a random day and a random year, they'll be like, oh, yeah, that was a Wednesday, I was out at work, and blah, blah, blah. Like, they'll be able to recall the entire day. Mm -hmm. Um, I always wanted to do that. And so, like, people that, they found, the one thing in the video that I watched is, like, they found that people that have that, um, they tend to be really organized people, like, labeled bins in their closets of, of stuff and yeah like everything in their life is so precisely organized and no, i imagine that that's how <laughs> that's out the window <laughs> right and like i imagine that that definitely contributes to why their brain is like that or it's a result of why their brain is like that so i was always trying to be really organized as a kid mm. and like keep record of everything but it didn't help me remember like i used to for years i had this i still have it but there's like a binder that's like my life records binder and it has like every shift I've ever worked on there that I wrote down the shift times for. Oh uh, I wrote down, like, every plan. Like, I'd be, like, Friendsgiving on this night at Honey's house. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I would, um, I would keep thing- track of things like that, but it didn't ever... I mean, it kind of helped my memory because I would be able to look back at it and be like, oh, shit, like, that was what I did that day. But yeah. it wasn't like I actually remembered it. It was just, like, I the record helped jog my memory. Yeah. Unless so actually memorizing it. But... The thing about it with dreams is it's, like, I 
seldom remember them. And mm-hmm. when I do, like, I remember our last night's dream, but that's because I think I woke up and immediately was like, I should try to remember this. Yeah. Um, but generally, I just, like, move the fuck on, and I don't give them much thought, but there's, like, a lot to get into, like, mm-hmm. to, like, remember. Um, yeah, I... I yeah. Uh, that's why, like, I'm, I'm kind of excited to do this, too, because I want to start remembering my dreams, because they tell you so much. I just feel like there's such a reflection of, like, the subconscious mind working through things that, yep. uh, that I think could be really helpful. Yeah. <laughs> <'Cause> yeah. <laughs> reflecting once a week in therapy is not enough. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> Getting into, like, the subconscious and shit, that's definitely a more accurate, like, reflection of, like, what's really going on. Yeah. Um, well... We'll learn through. It could be a journey. But yeah, exactly. We'll yeah. have to... Honestly, I feel like it makes a lot of sense to just, like, re- keep our dream journals and, mm-hmm. like, go, like, look into what everything means and then bring it to, like, every yeah. podcast. Because, like, yeah, I don't know what my dreams last night meant. Um, <laughs> I mean, I can yeah. imagine... Um, I can imagine what they might be saying. I also feel like it's a lot easier to understand what a dream is telling you when it's someone else's dream and they're telling it to you. Yep. Like, when people <laughs> tell me their dreams, 100%. I'm like, I'm like, oh, clearly it's telling you this because you have this going on in your life. Yeah. Because, um, like, the perspective is just, like, because it's on the outside, it's so much easier to see. But, like, as a person, I'm always like, what? This could be two yeah. other things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's just a lot of like I don't know internal bias with, with dreams especially cause like I don't know I want in my head I I want my dreams to like have some deep cool. meaning yeah but yeah. I want them to be meanings that I want like I don't want <laughs> I don't want my dreams to have to be about like my endless heartbreak or like <laughs> yeah or like just a reflection of like m- me hating my like dad but <laughs> yeah but like in actuality like they probably um as as sucky as that is um but yeah i i'm i also used to like fall asleep listening to music Mm -hmm. and i would hear it incorporated into my dreams all the time that's really cool like all the time and it would always be like really soundtrack going along but like the people in my dreams would be saying it and i'd be like wow like they sound like if i was falling asleep listening Mm -hmm. like a panic at the disco album or something person in my dream would be oh, like closing the goddamn door <laughs> no. and i would be like holy shit they sound just like bunny like and i and like the it would just be the world playing yeah the soundtrack like uh-huh. i wouldn't even and I, my in my dream i wouldn't even think to be like how is this happening i yeah. would just be like this yeah, is cool. happening <laughs> this is what's going on and um i didn't even think about like how it's possible but um then i would wake up and, and then it would be the song, and I'd be like, oh, yeah. shit. Um, That's really interesting. This makes a lot of sense. I listen to, like, CD books when I would go to bed. Like, audiobooks? Yeah. On CD? Yeah. I see. Like, all the time. But I wouldn't, I don't remember ever hearing them. Would you ever... Or ever having dreams with them. Would the plots of the books become plots in your dreams, or you, like... I don't think so. I don't know if I dreamt those nights. When I would listen to it, because I was, like, so focused on listening to the story. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of forget that I was trying to fall asleep, so then I'd fall asleep. Would you be hearing it, and, like, when you listened to them, were you seeing it, too? Like, were you imagining what was going on in the story? Yeah. Okay. 
So yeah. then that definitely helps you fall asleep because then your brain's already like projecting these images. Yeah. Probably. That's true. It's always, I, my cousin got me, well, I think it was for Carson and I, but I took them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> of all these, um, the rule bells for me. Oh. Yeah. Um, so that's what I would usually listen to. I listened to those for years. Even when I was a teenager, I did it. Because there's just, like, something comforting about them. Yeah. Brings you back. Yeah. Did you ever, like, see a movie in theaters and then that night go home and dream about, like, the movie or, like, imagine that you were in it? I definitely think they've influenced some dreams. Like, I had, I had one dream that was definitely influenced by The Hunger Games. Oh, really? Without a doubt. <laughs> Without a doubt. <laughs> Were you in them, or, like, were you... No, so I was, like, it was in this big city, and my dad was hunting me. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's one of those dreams. Um, and there was, like, a bow and arrow involved. I think he was, like, shooting me with a bow and arrow. Um, and I was, like, climbing in the trees to get away from him. He was Katniss. Yeah, my dad was Katniss Everdeen. Um, but he was evil, and he was, like, working with the... Like, these, this corporation and, like, these bad people. Um, and then he, like, he shot me, and then I woke up. Did you fall out of a tree? I don't think I was in a tree. I don't know what I was in, but it was more like, I was go I was climbing trees, and then when he shot me, I was, like, on a utility pole or something. I don't know. Damn. I was on something, but it wasn't a tree. But I had climbed it. And then he, he was, like, firing at me, and I kept saying, like, Dad, stop. <laughs> and then he, like, sh- he shot me in the heart, and then I fell out. And I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but that one, definitely, like, Hunger Games, reminiscent. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, how old were you when you had that? Like, in high school. High school? Yeah. I feel like, so, the, but the dad hunting you dreams are recurring. Yeah, they've happened twice. So there was that one, and then there was, I think, one before it. I can't really remember where I was. Oh, man. Yeah, a car dealership. And my dad was a car salesman. Did he also have a bow and arrow? No. I think he was trying to, like, shoot me with a gun. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I... Was he, like, vicious, or was it, like, a game for him? Like, I don't know. couldn't tell? <laughs> I couldn't tell. But I was there at this car dealership. And it was, like, a really short dream, or at least in my mind. Um, I was there with, like, someone who I was with, like, in a relationship with. My dad didn't want us to be together. And we, like, turned into bears and were running into the forest where my dad was, like, shooting at us. Ah. Bears. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, furry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I'm kidding. Um, um, I feel like bears are, like, I'm, I'm wondering, like, if your brain is being, like, well, like, your love is, like, natural, you know? I like don't a, know. a primal type of thing, if it was relating your experience to something, like, animalistic, and, like, mm-hmm. your dad, and, like, a gun, which is, like, a man-made weapon. Yeah. Being, like... Dude, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm, uh... I don't know. I'm making it more literary than it is. I think the people, the people I liked in high school were not, not people I should have liked. Um. Well, Bear is a predator. Yeah. So you guys could have been, like... Could have been, like, softer dog bears. <laughs> <laughs> I hug one. You were the Charmin family? Yeah, we were the Charmin family. 
Oh, you guys are Berenstain Bears. But yeah, those are probably my wacky dreams. Yeah. And I've never had one with my mom in it. Like a bad dream with my mom in it? Which is weird The alien one, she was driving. Yeah, but she wasn't like the bad kid. So she's always like a good character. Yeah, and that's the only one I remember her being in. That and she was like briefly in the cat one. Mm -hmm. But she was like downstairs on. She wasn't contributing to the storyline, you know? She wasn't even supporting cast. She was, like, extra. Yeah. I see. Um, Which is really weird because, like, my mom was definitely more the active parent Mm -hmm. than my dad. Because my dad was working all the time. Well, maybe that kind of makes sense. Like, you had, like, a lack of dad in your life, so you could only imagine and dream about what he was like. Yeah. Or more, more than... <laughs> it might be too deep to get into, but um, maybe, yeah, because you didn't have a, as clear of a picture of who he was, you had to, like, make one up. Yeah. And then go in different directions about it. And I'm sure that, like, um, it, that was definitely, like, a level of, like, okay, well, maybe he's not good because he's not here with your mom. Yeah. As a parent. Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't, boy. I don't a lot of most of my like parents roles in my dreams tended to be at least from what I remember it was always like I was trying to explain why something bad was happening and why it was really bad and they'd always be like it's fine Trent like you're just being dramatic which story of my life me just mm. being dramatic but um and then being emotionally gaslit by your parents <laughs> yeah <laughs> but they, it would always be them being like oh well, Trent you're just being crazy like Calm, like it's fine, or just flat out ignoring it because, like, they're like, like, you know, I'd go up to my in my dream, I'd go up to like my mom, but she'd be like partying with her friends or something, and she'd be like, um, you know, chatting it up with the girlies and be like, you're fine now, like, you know, yeah. this is more important, kind of a thing. Um, but again, like, those dreams were when I was pretty young, and once I got older, I just like really don't remember, like, like high school dreams. Certainly not. I remember, like, waking moments of high school, but dreaming, no. I remember more kid dreams than, like, high school dreams. Yeah. I feel like. I don't know. Yeah. And I think it's also maybe, I didn't get a lot of sleep in high school. Not because I was, like, an insomniac or whatever, but I was just, like, a strong night owl. And I, I feel like every night I, it would be, like, nine, and I would be like, okay, time to go to bed. And then... Yeah. Every night I would make a playlist to fall asleep to, which would take me, like, an hour because I would go through my entire musical library to, like, find the songs that capture the vibe of the playlist for that one night. And then I would put it on and, of course, fall asleep after, like, one song. But even then, like, while I was making the playlist, I would take intermissions. I would go um, to the bathroom. I would go get food. Uh, I was, like, the one room that was downstairs, so I had, like extreme access to the kitchen and like my own bathroom and like anyone that was upstairs had to like walk down the stairs to get all that stuff so I would know who was coming down the stairs by the sound of their footsteps and I would know by like where they went in the kitchen I'd be able to tell if they opened up the pantry I'd be able to tell which shelf they were pulling food off of and probably Mm -hmm. what they were grabbing because I knew it was in there so like I was just an extreme night owl because I was very observant of like my whole family and I had like a lot of my own space and um when I was, like, in middle school and, like, starting to get into, like, cross-dressing, that was the only time that I could where, like, I know that no one would see me. Like, I wouldn't go to the bathroom to, like, wipe my makeup off and have to worry about someone standing yeah. there being, like, what's up? Um, 
why are you wearing makeup? <laughs> um, although I will say that that time was pretty short-lived because then eventually I just started wearing it all the time. But yeah. um, the nighttime was definitely like my time to experiment with like a lot of stuff. So as a result, I didn't get a lot of sleep because then I would I wouldn't get to bed until like one in the morning. Yeah. And then I have to wake up at six for school. Um, like every day. So I didn't get a lot of sleep, and that might be why I don't remember the dreams as well because mm-hmm. like. I feel like when I sleep for longer periods of time, I'll at least remember at least like one dream from it. Like last night, I slept for like like nine hours or ten yeah. hours or something, um, and I remember two dreams from it. Um, so like maybe it was the lack of sleep that I was getting, mm. um, and then still operating like a normal day to day life, yeah. like a lot of shit going on. Like I'm sure it was nice to just not have to remember my dreams because it was one more thing to like think about. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And yeah, as a kid, I of course had like, every kid has like extreme imagination. So, I'm guaranteed I bled into like the hyper reality of of the the dreams that I was having. Oh yeah. And making it a lot more memorable, whereas like in high school, the dreams were probably a lot more like rooted in what's going on versus like this fantastical something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we can... Because we, like, run out of topics. I also had to go to the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I feel like that's, like, a good basis for, um, like, our, our past of thinking about yeah. our dreams. Yeah, next week we're gonna we're gonna see how the tea turns out. Yes. Uh, or the next episode, I should say. Uh, we're gonna see how... Um, we're gonna... I'm gonna just... just Try to keep a dream journal best I can, and we're gonna come in with this stuff already analyzed. Yes, that's um, our homework. And then dream discuss and get into like the specific topics. Um, so, um, any closing thoughts on dreams? This should be wacky, man. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, this shit is just this shit is just the wackiest. It's wacky on it. Um, so if yeah, if this was interesting, swag on you. Um and follow along. Yeah, follow us here on the dreams of reality. We yeah. don't have <laughs> we'll have to make social media oh for my this. God, yeah. Um because we don't have any made right now. But follow along on our journey if this is interesting. And if you want, you can also send us um your dreams and we can talk about oh my what God, those yes. mean that would be really awesome if you want to be a guest on the podcast to talk about it let us know yeah um and uh our also email will be the dreams of reality at gmail.com if that's still available. if it's if it's available uh, yeah we'll put all of the stuff in the description yeah. of whatever <laughs> we can make and create um to be able to um yeah, we'll also put our Venmos down there, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll also be putting our Venmos down there so you can send us some fucking money. Give me your fucking money. Give me fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll we'll have everything put downstairs. Um, by downstairs, I do mean, like, the description of this. Um, and you can follow along. You can participate. We can have talks about how everything is. And if it's cool to you, then... That's what we'll do. Um, we'll discuss topics that we want to fucking discuss. So yeah. 
This is our podcast, not yours. It is. It really isn't anyone else's <laughs> podcast. But you can participate if it's cool. If you have a lame dream, then don't send your shit in because we don't care. Okay. <laughs> I still want to. I want to read it, but we might not read it on the podcast. If it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> If it's boring, then we are not interested, okay? So, and keep that shit to yourself. Um, <laughs> much um, love. Much peace. love. Plur. Peace, love, unity, and respect. It's a rave, it's a rave um, acronym. Wonderful. Yeah. Just I thought love I, it. Just thought I would um, put that in there, too. Um, Where's Tilly? Does she have any thoughts? Tilliana, do you have anything you'd like to Tilly, add? Tilly, anything Hello? you want to add? Where are you? Yeah. It's just like okay. past. Literally gone though. She's probably like like squashing under. her. No, I think she might be under the. Oh yep, she is. She's under. Chili. Chiliana. No, she's she's not. She's done. She's dreaming. Okay. <laughs> she yeah. We'll get into Tilly's dreams next episode. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna do a scientific study and connect. We're gonna put an Elon Musk brain chip into her brain, oh and God. then we're gonna uh, connect it to the audio box that we're using to record this, and then we're just gonna see what comes out. I think it's gonna be a lot of whale noises. Anyways, stay tuned <laughs> to, if you want to hear uh, Tiliana's uh, whale noises from her dreams that we're connecting to the Elon Musk brain ship, okay? <laughs> okay, bye! Bye.